That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting my pillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, the question to ponder on this Independence Day 2021 is how many healthy young males must die in this country to satisfy Dr. Fauci? Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in. So sit back and relax as we unfold this edition there was of the time, Ledger Report. A time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchor man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. The American people should be proud of the work that we've collectively done. And we want to recognize that progress and that work on July 4th. People who are vaccinated have a high degree of protection, and those who are not vaccinated are at risk and they need to continue to wear a mask and as the doctors have said get vaccinated as soon as possible at the same time as we just talked about there's a lot more work to do so we're going to double down on our efforts to keep pushing more and more people to get vaccinated by making it as dr fauci said easy lots of places to get vaccinated it's free it's convenient So we're going to keep doing that. But right now, it's an appropriate time to step back and celebrate the progress we've made. At the same time, we've got a lot more work to do. Uh, Dr. Fauci. Well, Jeff, you said it very well. I mean, nothing has really changed in in our policy. You're dealing with uh, a a very important national holiday, holiday. The country as a whole, as I've mentioned and we have mentioned several times, has done very well. You can still celebrate at the same time as you get your message very, very clear. And the message for the situation in Washington is the same. And you said it very well. That is, if you are vaccinated, you have a high degree of protection. If you are not, you should wear a mask and you should think very seriously about getting vaccinated. So in so many respects, nothing has really changed. We are celebrating as a country at the same time as we recognize the fact that we're in a serious situation for those who have not been vaccinated. Stop the tape. Stop the tape. Here we go again. Here we are, more than a year into this nonsense. And they're 
forcing you to wear a mask and they're forcing you to get vaccinated. They're forcing you to hole up in your house. They're forcing you to stay home. They're forcing you to hoard toilet paper. <laughs> well, they didn't force you to hoard toilet paper. I mean, wasn't that ridiculous? I remember at the time saying, why don't you hoard your liberty instead of hoarding toilet paper, you morons? Going to the grocery store, having to wait in lines just to buy some toilet paper. Uh, one person, one package of toilet paper. I mean, it was so stupid. There are so many stupid Americans, unfortunately, in this republic. Not all Americans are stupid, but there are enough that are creating this problem. And this is the problem. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Fauci isn't the problem. Biden isn't the problem. Cuomo isn't the problem. Newsom isn't the problem. The problem is the people who installed these people in government. Now, why didn't Donald Trump fire Dr. Fauci? I know why. Because it would have set off a firestorm of negative publicity. But you know what? It would have done the country a favor if we had gotten rid of this guy. Now, Biden would probably have brought him back in you know, to lead the COVID task force. And that, by the way, is the, the guy who you heard from, this Jeff Zentz. What, did that not remind you of 1984 and the way the, they're stacked on top of one another? You have one guy, lead guy with gray, white hair saying, hey, you can celebrate in this country, but you need to celebrate the fact that people are getting vaccinated? Are you out of your mind? This is not my America, this is not your America. We can't continue to let this happen. Sure, go out and, and celebrate the 4th of July. Celebrate the fact that nearly 200 million Americans have been injected with some sort of experimental medical device. It's not a vaccine. It's a medical device. It's at least two years away from any kind of FDA authorization, if there will ever be FDA authorization. And I'll point to why in just a moment on this year program. And looking in particular at young people as we hurdle our way toward a school year that potentially, in, especially in some blue states like California and New York and Illinois, that potentially could be like no other school year in the history of this republic. An internal attack on the liberty of tens of millions of young people in this country and what we need to do to push back and who is leading the way in this pushback. It will be profiled uh, on this program with uh, this uh, brave law firm in California that's fighting in particular the largest school district in the country, the LAUSD, fighting for the rights of young children who apparently parents, enough parents don't give a hoot about their rights and are just going to sit down and, and allow these kids to go to school in the fall and be forced to give up X amount of their liberty. Forced to wear a mask. Forced to have a vaccine. Forced to have some sort of swab stuck down their nose uh, once or twice a week. This is unbelievable that this is America. This is still our country. And you're going to force these children to be swabbed once or twice a week? So we're going to talk about that. I want to remind you this program, though, is brought to you by a couple of very important sponsors. One is MyPillow. Remember, when you go to MyPillow.com, put in Ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R, my last name, Ledger, in the promo code box. That unlocks up to 66% off all products, including this two-for-one Giza Sheets offer. Now, I have the Giza Sheets, and they're wonderful. They're doing two-for-one. You buy one? 
You get one free, and there's no shipping on that. Ledger, though, in the promo code box. Don't forget that. Also, Relief Factor. You go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger, and you can get this starter pack for less than $20. It's a 90-day, uh, no, scratch that. It's a three-week starter kit, and then you'll use it uh, every day like I do to relieve uh, nagging aches and pains. I got one in my thumb here, my left thumb. Hurts when I uh, swing the golf club sometimes, So I want, and when I work out at the gym, so I want to um, make sure that that is mitigated, and Relief Factor does that. It's a, about a dollar a day it works out to. $19.95, this three-week quick start. If you go to 833-425-7246, 833-425-7246, or relieffactor.com forward slash ledger. Now back to Fauci and company. Um, proud. They, we need to be proud that we have what in this country? That we've lost an entire year plus of our lives, an entire year plus of our liberty in this country? We have that to be proud of? Let's see. What else do we have to be proud of? The fact that we have these blue state governors that have crushed the constitutional rights of tens of millions of Americans? On this Independence Day this year in 2021, I remember last year was horrible. It was vacuous. There was a void. No fireworks in many parts of the United States, including the region in, in which I lived. It was horrible. It's not that you needed fireworks to celebrate Independence Day. It's the fact that these geniuses in these leadership positions, especially in blue states, said, hey, you're going to have to do without fireworks this year because of a virus? And so when we look at this, and we look at it in the context of fighting a, a, a revolutionary war, we're fighting a modern revolutionary war right now. And the enemy, the enemy is within. But what worries me even more than our enemy within, and it is the greatest enemy, but there's an external enemy out there, multiple enemies that are watching this, that are watching the United States just fold over a virus over the last 18 months or so. And they're saying to themselves, especially China, oh, now we got them. Now we know the formula. We'll just release or pretend to release a virus into the United States society and, and watch them cower and hoard toilet paper and stay in their homes. It's like a neutron bomb has gone off without dropping the neutron bomb. And the economy gets crippled. And people are living in fear. This is what Hitler's Germany did. You know, people get up in arms when we make these comparisons with Hitler's Germany. And the fact that you don't have a vaccine and you have to have some sort of vaccine card, there are parallels to Hitler's Germany. Oh, yes, there are. And the number one parallel is fear. Hitler and his team of cruel thugs and murderers created a fear within Nazi Germany. A fear in particular, for example, of the Jews, that they were some sort of resident evil. And so that allowed so many Germans to turn their backs when these horrible atrocities were committed against Jews. And it allowed, I guess, the psyche of these Nazi soldiers to run these death camps. How else could you do it? How else could you do it as a human being and, and force people into ovens and 
and pull teeth out for the sake of the gold fillings and starve people to death. How else could you do it as a human being if in your mind you weren't convinced by Hitler on down that the people you were doing this to were some sort of subhumans? Fear. The greatest motivator in the history of mankind. And it is what has crushed constitutional rights uh, in this country. So what exactly is there to celebrate one year later, plus COVID? Hmm? What is there to celebrate? And I said a long ago, when I stood on the steps of a county administration building in California in May of 2020, and I told the crowd, it was a large crowd, I said, listen, the time for all of this is over. The time for protest? Gavin Newsom, Andrew Cuomo, J.B. Pritzker, the nutcase Whitmer in Michigan, Wolf in Pennsylvania, Murphy in New Jersey, they're laughing at you. They don't give a hoot about your protest. What we need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is stand up for our rights. And so I told that crowd, it was, it was along the coast, in a coastal city, I told that crowd, the hell with this protest. I mean, it's great to have you all here. Let's go to the beach. At that time, we were not allowed to go to the beach. How mind-numbing was that? Not only from a scientific and health standpoint, but from a liberty standpoint. So here we are, and we're being told by Dr. Fauci, we can still celebrate, but if you don't have a mask, well, you're gonna have to celebrate and eat that hot dog with a mask on. We can only celebrate effectively is what Fauci and company are telling us. If you've had the so-called vaccine, which is not a vaccine. And remember, Fauci's the guy right now who's telling us the Delta variant is the biggest threat to this country. No, the biggest threat to this country is within. It's people like Dr. Fauci. That is the greatest threat to this country. It is the internal enemy. It is the swamp. Dr. Fauci is the swamp. Dr. Fauci cares about Dr. Fauci and making his millions of dollars, even though he's paid only $400,000. The word is over at the National Institutes for Health that he runs around bragging how much millions he made. How did he make the millions? I would like to know. I'd like to have Dr. Fauci audited. Probably never going to happen under the Biden administration. But maybe if Trump 2024... Uh, happens, uh, we will get Dr. Fauci uh, audited. The Delta variant is all malarkey, as Joe Biden would say. It actually has a lower fatality rate, but it's what is being used right now, uh, just like in the book 1984 and George Orwell, it's being used as the latest form of the enemy. Oceania is the fictitious country that was always fighting, that Big Brother was always telling people we had to fight this, this enemy. There's always a bad guy. And you heard the, this Jeff, whatever his last name is, the, the head of the COVID task force for Joe Biden. We've got we've to build on it. We, we've got to double down. There's always an enemy for these Marxists. They always have to have an enemy, a bad guy. And so now it's the Delta variant. And this is being used to herd the cattle into the line, to shut up, line up, and get the vaccine. The VARs. The VARs is what we've talked about a lot on this program. 
that is the self-reporting system that doctors are supposed to use as much as possible, but we don't know of only about 1% of doctors participate. So VARS has about a 1% compliance rate among doctors in terms of inputting these negative side effects from any vaccine, but in particular, we want to know about the so-called vaccine for COVID. And right now, there are more than 400,000 adverse effects. And so if it's a 1%, we can add two zeros to that, right? So it's not 400,000, it's 40 million. Now remember, the universe of total vaccinated in this country is somewhere, and it's not a precise number, even the CDC doesn't know, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 180 million. So it's if we round it up, it'd be 200 million. If we round down 150 million. So it's somewhere in that area there. Say 150 million Americans have been Uh, quote, fully vaccinated. 400,000 adverse effects on the VARS system reported, which converts to 40 million. 40 million out of 150,000, 150 million. So 40 million out of 150 million. I'm sorry, but that's a high percentage. You know, that's more than a third. Um, Excuse me. My math is bad. I went to... (laughs) State University. Let's say that, let's stipulate it's a quarter, okay? (laughs) It's about a quarter. It's about a quarter of all vaccinations, nothing to laugh at here, have had adverse reactions. 6,000 reported dead. Again, add a couple of zeros to that, and you're talking 600,000. 600,000 dead Americans. Again, the VARS reporting system has a 1% compliance rate. So, logically speaking, I'm not trying to twist any numbers here, but logically speaking, we can add a couple of zeros to these numbers. So 400,000 adverse effects becomes 40 million adverse effects out of 150 million who have received the vaccine. 6,000 deaths becomes 600,000 deaths in this country for those who have received the so-called vaccine. But when we start drilling down to the subcategory of these young people, and it is criminal not only to force these young people, healthy people, to wear a mask, we know the mortality rate in this age group under 20 is almost effectively zero from the Wuhan coronavirus, all right? So these kids not only should be not wearing a mask, but they shouldn't be going anywhere near these so-called vaccines. Yet they are. Somewhere in the neighborhood, last reporting period of around 4 million young people aged 12 to 17, criminal as it is, 4 million have received the vaccine. But we start drilling down on these numbers, and this is where it gets immoral as well as criminal. There is 7,000 reported adverse effects for the age group of 12 to 17. 7,000. But again, remember, we add a couple of zeros to that, so it's 700,000 out of about 4 million That's a relatively high rate of adverse effects, ladies and gentlemen. Nine reported dead. Add a couple zeros and you're closer to a thousand reported dead. These are healthy, young Americans with their life ahead of them being shot in the arm with their experimental medical device. And now somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand of these young individuals are dead. And 700,000 
have had adverse reactions. 700,000. Again, the number is 7,000 reported, but when you add a couple of zeros, then it becomes 700,000. Age group 12 to 17 out of a universe of around 4 million unfortunate young people who have been forced, apparently by their parents, uh, to get the uh, vaccine. By the way, the numbers are conflicting even on the CDC website when you go on there. Uh, the number of, of, of dead uh, is nine officially, but then you look at another page and it'll say 127 young people in this age group. The bottom line is the CDC doesn't know because they're metting out this vaccine like it's candy and they're not really keeping score. And they don't want to keep score because they know that the numbers are going to be devastating if the American people ever get the truth, which is what I'm trying to give you right now. And you will never see this, what's being reported in the mainstream media. And I would never lie to you. These are the numbers. These are the numbers. And I'm, I'm reading them from the statistics. And by the way, on my website, I do put the show notes in there now. I've been requested uh, by you folks to do that um, so I can back up some of this stuff. Like when I, early on, you know, it was a year and a half ago almost at this point, when they were forcing people to wear masks and I went on the CDC website and I dug out this report from 2018, the study, peer-reviewed, footnoted all over the place. It said masks do nothing to mitigate the spread of a virus. This was pre-Wuhan coronavirus. People asked me where I got it. Well, then, you know, periodically I put it on my social media, but now I'm putting the show notes uh, down there on GrahamLedger.com. I'm putting it on the audio version only. So when you click on GrahamLedger.com, you have two choices. You have video or audio. I'm putting it on the audio show notes, okay? So you can follow up and, and double check um, my numbers. Feel free. Uh, the last thing I want to do is be wrong uh, about this stuff. But it's clear what's going on with the CDC. And the CDC is moving toward some sort of recommendation for the fall that children be vaccinated or wear a mask. I mean, this is pretty damn obvious to me. And so what the CDC is lacking is a whole bunch of scientific research to back any of this up, number one. And number two, they're not taking into account how many of these children have, why isn't the CDC saying, hey, why don't we find out how many of these kids who are going back to school, parents, why don't you take them and see and, and get one of these serology tests and find out if they have natural uh, immunity. Doesn't that make sense? The CDC isn't even taking that into account. Instead of telling people to shut up, line up, and get the vaccine, especially these young people hurtling toward an unprecedented fall school year, shouldn't they be saying, hey, parents, why don't you take the time during the summer, if you want, you don't have to, and find out if your child's been exposed and they have natural herd immunity. This is what I told my daughter when she was asking me, healthy 25-year-old, Hey, Dad, should I get the vaccine? No. And I'll tell you a million reasons why. But here's an alternative, young lady. <laughs> I hate that term. Daughter, why don't you go get a test and see if you've had the Wuhan, been exposed to the Wuhan coronavirus and you have the natural antibodies. She sat one foot away from her best friend at Christmas, this last Christmas, who a couple days later said, hey, by the way, I have the Wuhan coronavirus. <laughs> And we were enclosed in a very small area, like a hotel room, four people. And guess what? She was the only one who came down with the Wuhan coronavirus. But my suspicion is my daughter has natural hum uh, immunity, um, either from that event or a prior event. 
And so that's what the CDC should be doing. Instead, they're not going to do that. They're just going to say a blanket statement. And that is children, you know, they're going to pick age group, right? 12 to 17 could be, could be uh, 5 to 17. I don't know. The CDC is very random. Thanks, Dr. Fauci. And they're going to say, yeah, we recommend young people get a vaccine, period. End of story. No debate. Well, there are people standing up to this, despite what you see on television. And that is these so-called doctors come on and say, well, you know, the CDC is telling us you got to wear a mask or be vaccinated. Roll tape. So right now, even in outdoor public places, in many places, kids under 12 who are unvaccinated are still being recommended to wear masks. Schools, camps, they're kind of, you know, deciding on their own protocols. But yes, it is possible that there will be indoor masking for children under 12 if they're unvaccinated. But we, I really expect the CDC to make some guidance about that late summer if we don't see authorization from the FDA for that age group. Joining me now is partner at Tyler and Burst Law Firm, Robert Tyler. Robert, the message is pretty clear going into the fall of 2021, especially in blue states like California, that the CDC is going to make some sort of recommendation here that masks are going to be required if you're not vaccinated and they're probably going to uh, hurdle everybody and herd them toward vaccinations and have parents you know, drive their children to get their shots. And so-called vaccines, by the way, and I, I firmly believe this is not a vaccine. These are not vaccines. These are medical devices, and they're unproven, and they're not FDA approved. We know all that. But the pretty the message is pretty clear going into um, the fall. And in my mind, this is downright criminal on a whole host of reasons. And I would imagine your law firm uh, kind of agrees with that perspective. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, it's uh, it, it is forced coercion into. Uh, acquiring this this unproven uh, vaccine, when I, and when I say unproven, unproven to be safe, and uh, you know it's creating this uh, great segregation in society of those who want to protect their kids, frankly, and those who just simply trust the government. Two tiers of Americans. You know, the framers of the Constitution would have never imagined this. You have Fauci going out there saying, "Hey." If you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. If you haven't been vaccinated, well, when you're watching the fireworks, even if you're outside, you got to put on this face shield. And so you folks at um, Tyler and, and Bursch have uh, spearheaded a lawsuit against the Los Angeles Unified School District, the largest school district, or maybe the second largest uh, in the United States, on behalf of the Children Health Defense um, Organization of California, this is something that's very, very important because apparently not enough parents are getting involved in this situation and you're battling and fighting on behalf of them in the LAUSD district. Yeah, you know, this is, uh, this is a precursor to the next battle. Th this first battle is uh, over what's called the Daily Pass uh, that was created by Microsoft. And LA Unified School District has adopted this Daily Pass, which is basically a cell phone app that kids will have on their smartphone or are supposed to have on their smartphone that will give them a QR code that identifies whether or not they have passed uh, the regular PCR testing that's going to be necessary. And it will also uh, require that they answer questions with, with regard to their medical health. And I'm sure questions with regard to, you know, where they've been and who they've been with and 
uh, whether they've been out of state. You know, those types of things are, it, it's ridiculous. And so here we are, we're, we're in this, uh, really this technocracy where it seems like technology is beginning to govern and control and this information is, is a violation of these students' privacy, of the family's privacy. And you know, what about the kids who uh, don't even have smartphones? Are they gonna be able to go to school? And so the, the key here is, is that what, what they're doing is they're laying the groundwork until there is the opportunity to force children 12 and under to get the vaccine. Yeah. You see, the LA Unified School District on, on the question and answers actually uh, a few weeks back stated that once the vaccine becomes available to those 12 and under, they're going to mandate that the kids get the vaccine in order to be able to go back to school. So right now, um, what, what they're requiring is that student, in order to go to school, students be uh, tested until the vaccination is available and that uh, they have to wear masks and they have to have this daily pass, which is a, a severe violation of uh, privacy. Be because the so-called vaccine has not been FDA approved, the way I read the law, and then you school me if I'm wrong, but the way I read the law is that no employer, no government entity, no body can mandate that you get the vaccine. I don't care who or what you are in this country because this is an experimental so-called vaccine. Do you read it that way? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's what it says. It says that uh, they cannot mandate, nor can they mandate the wearing of masks because that as well is, uh, comes under this emergency use authorization. And that can't be forced. When, when the FDA actually says that it, it's not reliable for the prevention of uh, acquiring this disease or the spreading of the disease. It's not helpful. The WHO has said the same, but, but LA Unified School District is gonna require all students to have these masks. And you know it, it contradicts the California constitution. And this is the basis of our claim mm. is that the California constitution provides that students and mandates that students have a right to go to school, have an education on equal terms as everyone else. And so what we're saying here is that what LA Unified School District is trying to do is they're trying to condition this constitutional right under the, that, that's available to California students under the California constitution uh, by waiving their other rights under the Emergency Use Authorization Act that allows them to choose not to wear a, a mask, not to get vaccinated, and uh, not to be tested with this unproven PCR testing. It seems to me that you could also argue the 14th Amendment, equal protection. You know, these children are being subjected to things that, for example, I'm not, or you're not as a resident of California. That's not equal protection. Um, that's exactly what it is. The, the claim is under the California Constitution, it really comes from the equal protection argument. Mm -hmm. There's a right to an education. And it's equal protection. And what the government here is trying to do is condition the waiving of one right in order to benefit and, or in order to exercise your constitutional right on the other hand. And so I would also throw in there HIPAA that uh, this is a clear, I understand the way HIPAA works is that if you have shared your medical information with your doctor, then it's privileged. 
And so, so this app that you're talking about compliments of our buddy Bill Gates, this daily pass seems to also violate HIPAA, does it not? Yeah, well, you know, some argue that it doesn't violate HIPAA because, uh, you know, Microsoft is, is not a medical provider. However, uh, the HIPAA really does apply to those who provide uh, medical, uh, you know, it applies to doctors and medical institutions, et cetera. But here, LA Unified itself is, is saying, we'll, we will provide you the opportunity on campus to get the uh, test, to go, come do this PCR test, or to get the vaccine when it becomes available. Right. So I would argue that uh, the school district itself uh, would be violating HIPAA by giving Microsoft information of students with regard to their genetic history and other medical information. But this is just uh, the latest example of the constitutional rights, the God-given and protected constitutional rights of Americans in the once golden state that are being trampled upon. And God bless you for uh, taking on the LAUSD. And let's face it, Gavin Newsom and company have lost some major battles all the way up to the United States Supreme Court in terms of these constitutional rights being attacked. For example, the religious freedom and the First Amendment. And yeah. I've argued early on that wearing a mask is a violation of the First Amendment rights of that human being, that you're uh, that American, that you're forcing to, to cover and muzzle uh, their face. So it seems to me there's all a host of arguments you can make. And I would imagine that you're getting this case expedited because we're we're not. Too, I mean, LAUSD, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but they start uh, classes in, in August, do they not? Yeah, I believe that's the date. We are filing a motion for preliminary injunction. Um, and, you know, yeah, I agree with you. I might add that in our cases where we're representing these churches in California, as you, you know, uh, particularly the church that's been fined over three and a half million dollars now, Calvary Chapel, San Jose. Right. And, and much of it is because they're saying you can't force us to wear masks. You can't. We're, we have the right to go to church. And so you're exactly right. Yeah. The Constitution protects the right to exercise in religion. And for people, there's a lot of people who say, I don't want to get this vaccine for religious reasons. This is an important moment in time. Would you agree in this country? And it's not unlike the fight that's being fought at each school board over critical race theory that the American people, in particular, parents in California need to wake up and, and realize that many of them haven't been taught about their constitutional rights. And many of them haven't been taught about the California Constitution, which in some ways um, not only is another layer of protection, but in some manner protects even more than the United States Constitution in terms of certain rights uh, in California. This is a very, very important moment in time that you win this case. And these and these parents who are pushing back against critical race win those battles as well. You're absolutely right. You know, we are I've been litigating for 25 years defending uh, the First Amendment defending religious liberty and free speech uh, through our organization, Advocates for Faith and Freedom. It's our nonprofit group. And never in 25 years have I seen such an incredible attack upon uh, the free exercise of religion, the freedom of speech, to the point to now we're talking about just individual autonomous autonomy and privacy and the right to be able to just simply say, no, whatever happened to my body my choice. It, it, it's an incredible time to see the government overreach. And we absolutely have to be defending and pushing back on all these issues because, you know, the government's pushing this propaganda of fear 
And it's time for people to stop and say, wait, I'm not going to be fearful over these things. Prove it to me before I have any reason to fear. So you parents in the LAUSD, wake up. If you're watching this and then you have uh, maybe friends and relatives and they have children in the LAUSD or in San Diego. San Diego Unified is even worse in some cases in LAUSD. And we haven't even talked about San Francisco and other school yeah. districts uh, in California. This is important. It's important beyond the, the LA. USD school district. It's important for all of California. It's important for all of these blue states in particular, because who knows where this thing might end up. Um, you know, Illinois and, and New York and New Jersey and, and what have you. This is a very important moment in time. This is a very important lawsuit. And if people want to help out your organization, you have a nonprofit. And I know that uh, the Children's Health Defense organization is uh, in that category as well. Where should they direct their attention if they want to help out? Where should they direct their their funds if people want to help out? Well, thank you. Uh, you know, our organization is Advocates for Faith and Freedom at uh, faith-freedom.com. And you can go get information on this lawsuit. Uh, also, Children's Health Defense of California, great organization who we are representing. Uh, one of our clients also is a group called PERC, which is a parents organization that uh, I'll tell you, it's incredible because thousands of parents in the last uh, just couple of years, it's just a young organization. They're one of our clients who are plaintiffs uh, has, has launched as well. And so there's nonprofit organizations out there working to defend uh, our religious uh, liberties, our first amendment and our privacy. It's uh, it's a, this is an incredible time. Yeah. universities are coming against kids, yeah. uh, telling them that you can't come back to school. I mean, imagine that you, you're in your fourth year of, of college, possibly getting a degree you've spent, you know, $300,000 possibly on your education. And now all of a sudden you're being told you can't come back to school unless you get vaccinated when we know that this vaccination is not necessarily safe for a lot of young people. And so uh, it's a, it's a, time we have to stand up and yep. make a difference. Yeah, this is huge. I mean, think about the millions of college kids in California that are affected by this is the UC system and the mm -hmm. CSU system that are being told this or CSU is on the brink of doing this. The bottom line is these children's rights are being attacked and these teenagers' rights are being attacked and somebody, God bless you for standing up. For One more time, Robert, your website that folks can go to. Thanks. Uh, Faith-freedom.com is our for our, excuse me our nonprofit organization that we work through. Okay, Robert Tyler, thank you, and uh, good luck. Keep us informed on how this goes in court. Thanks, Graham. Good to see you again. So Fauci is going to be leading this effort by the CDC to get these young children vaccinated. It's pretty obvious that's what's going to happen. And remember, Fauci's out there on this Delta variant, so-called, which is a bunch of nonsense. All it is is a scare factor part 17 here uh, to try and get people vaccinated when they don't want to get the so-called vaccine. Remember, it's Fauci who's saying now that the Delta variant is the greatest threat to eliminating COVID. Well, I got news for Fauci. We're not going to eliminate COVID ever. You know, we almost eliminated TB in this country until the illegals started flooding in and, and poof. TB is reemerged. Imagine that. Ask yourself, why is TB now even existent in the United States when we virtually wiped it out within our borders? Well, because it was brought in by people who are not screened, a.k.a. illegals. That's how. Because when people come here legally, we screen them for TB. 
So Fauci says that this is the greatest threat to eliminate COVID. We're going to have to live with COVID the rest of our lives, just like we live with the flu, just like we live with the cold, just like we live with TB. We're not, we didn't eliminate TB. We eliminated it pretty much in this country. And we might be able to, quote, eliminate COVID in this country, but we're not going to wipe it off the planet. It's not going to happen. It doesn't happen that way. So why would Fauci say something like that? Because Fauci's part of the problem. Fauci is the most conspicuous, loudmouth part of the problem. And the problem on this Independence Day in 2021 is not even China, not even the originator of this virus. It's not Russia. It's not Cuba. It's not North Korea. The problem is Washington, D.C. and the swamp that is completely out of control. And in conjunction working with these blue state governors who are pushing this vaccine based on fear and fear alone. That's all this is driven by. It's not driven by, quote, the science. We know this. Otherwise, we wouldn't be wearing masks. And I said it on my social media. I'll say it again here. Anybody who's wearing a mask now voted for Biden. And you know what? There are people out there who are saying, no, I wear a mask because blank. Fine. You know what? Knock yourself out. And yeah, I voted for Trump. Fine. Wonderful. That's what you want to do to your life. You want to breathe in all that bacteria. Fine. Knock yourself out. But the vast majority of any idiot out there that's still wearing a mask when not being forced to voted for Joe Biden. I'm sorry. And the problem right now on this Independence Day 2021 is not the enemy without. It is the enemy within. And we are fighting a second revolutionary war right here, right now for our independence from these maniacs that are attacking our precious liberty. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs>